0: at Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call one Purity. Hi, my name is Jonathan,
1: and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to personally invite you to be part of our next workshop coming up June 24th through the 26th in Texas. So call us today at 210 822 8201 or visit gatewaymen.com. <laughs>
0: Your hosts for Pure Sex Radio are Jonathan Doherty and Stephen Cervantes. Jonathan is the director of Be Broken Ministries and founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop for Men. Stephen is the founder of the Hope Counseling Center. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio.
1: Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pure Sex Radio Broadcast. We're glad to have you with us. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Stephen. Stephen, how are you today? Today, I am thrilled. That's good. I am thrilled to be here today. Yeah, I do need to let the listeners know Steve came in with an extra little pep in his step and a lot of enthusiasm. I think we've come off of a a couple of weekends in a row of being able to be with men at our Gateway to Freedom workshop and, and the alumni retreat, and it's just been I think that that, uh, that gets us jazzed because we get to see growth in men. We get to see things happen. And, you know, if you've listened to our program for any period of time, you've realized that when we talk about the Gateway to Freedom Workshop, you know, we talk about how God shows up and how things happen. And, and, um, you know, sometimes it may—we don't ever want it to— come across this way but I know how sometimes that can come across almost just like a marketing pitch or almost like a sales pitch like right. hey come to the gateway to freedom workshop but what I'm excited about this week on the program Stephen is I hope we're going to be able to give our listeners maybe sort of an inside peek into you know one man's life and just that will illustrate maybe just how powerful these weekends can be and how, how growth can happen. And it's not just about the weekend, but kind of what it, what it propels a man into in yes. terms of growth and change. And so why don't you?
2: Yeah, I'll tell you a few thoughts I have about the Gateway Weekend. You know, we get away and we create a safe place for men. And it's funny because they think we're going to talk about sex all weekend and how bad they are sexually and what's wrong sexually with them and how they're sort of perverted and stop it, (laughs) but but we sort of explore who the man is and what is the deeper need he's trying to meet, and so at the end of it we do a lot of emotional work and some healing work and growth work, and it's just it's almost like being in a sacred place. Because I tell these guys, where else are you going to find a group of guys that are going to be honest about their sexuality and let God teach them things?
1: And that's one of the things that I think is, is, has been over the years so eye-opening to me personally. And it shouldn't be because it was part of my own experience in recovery, is that once a man is able to get into an environment where he is safe enough Yes. to share the deep pain and the struggle and the secrets. I'm telling you, men want to tell their story. Men want to open up. It's just there's so few environments in yes. which a man feels safe enough to do
2: that. And and the other thing is men want to talk. You know, men don't talk. They don't share feelings. Yeah, that's a and, myth. And you come to one of these meetings and every guy starts opening up. We got stories and baggage and struggles and at the end of them, there's a lightness, and we got a letter back, mm. mm-hmm. right? Tell us, we got a letter back from one of the men that wanted to share something.
1: Yeah, and I think that's just, um, it's it's great to always get feedback when we do get feedback, because... Um, Sadly, in this ministry, we don't always get that much feedback and I think the reason is because we're meeting people in a in a stage of crisis in their lives we're doing what we can to kind of get them back onto firm ground and and get some traction and moving forward and uh Stephen, I have to admit there there are many times in this ministry and i'm not i don't want this to come across as sounding like a you know a pity party or anything like that, but there are some times in my ministry where I can feel a little bit like Jesus did when he he healed the ten lepers, and then only one of them came back to actually say, "Thank you." <laughs> that makes sense. And and you know. it, it's the nature of what we're doing. I mean, I think, and part of right. what we talk about in, in the workshop is how how prone to being self centered we really are, and so and disconnected, even living yeah, we're,
2: disconnected lives. Right? Yeah. That's the other half.
1: And I, and I would actually, as a synonym to that word, disconnected, I'd say just unaware. We're, we're, mm. not, we're not present a that's lot. Good. And so we're disconnected from ourselves. We're disconnected from other people. So even when we are having a great healing experience, sometimes we're not even cognizant of the fact that this is the, this is the grace of God that is being poured out in my life. And mm. am I really thankful? But that's what's so sweet about this letter is that this man took the time to be that one leper yeah. That said, something profound is happening in my life, and I want to go back and, and thank uh, the individual and, and who helped me find that path. And so this was a great uh, letter of gratitude to you, but also in that, just his pouring out what God is doing in his life as a result of him having come to the workshop.
2: So we just want to share some thoughts with you, and and uh, I'll make a comment, and, and you give me a response here, because— this gentleman said, my spiritual walk with God is so much deeper than it's ever been before. And it's just a re- direct result of the Gateway
1: weekend and what happened there. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll tell you why I think that happens. I don't want to put words in this particular man's ha- mouth, but I do think this is representative of what we hear um, a lot from guys in the workshop. And what it is, is a lot of guys come in, with the mindset that listen we 're just going to talk about my particular behavioral struck, uh, struggle, and so listen, if i 'm looking at porn, if I 'm having affairs, if I 've got same sex trait, whatever, we 're just going to talk about that, and you 're going to kind of fix me and what guys experience at the workshop is that we want to take them to the much deeper level, which is saying, listen, there are things that are that are broken and wounded and out of out of kilter at a deeper emotional and spiritual level. And yes. so I think when guys, when, we, when they tap into that place in their being, they realize, oh, you know what? God is even meeting me at a much deeper level. And so this guy is saying, wow, at the workshop, I wanted to go to a particular depth. And you guys drew me into a much deeper depth. And therefore, as a result of that, mm. my relationship with God is thriving on a much deeper level. I'm experiencing a depth of intimacy with him that I haven't had before. You know, it's interesting
2: because the word depth, you just repeated several times. And it's like, that's where the healing is needed, not on the surface, mm-hmm. not with a do one, two, or three. It's deep healing. He went on to say, hey, Jonathan, the material was fabulous. The inspiration I got was incredible. The motivation just blew me away. What a blessing.
1: Say something about those three words. Mm. Well, you know, um, one of the things that, one of the reasons that we value story in our ministry, and in fact, it's one of our core values, is because we do believe that story is what inspires people to get on to the journey of recovery. And so while, yes, there's material that we go over in like the teaching sessions at the workshop, what I think will, what I think ultimately connects men and draws them in to go deeper is because every single one of our staff at the workshop is willing to lead with their own story. And I think that automatically sets the tone to say, listen, we are all in the same, we're all in the same journey, even if we're at different points on the journey. And so I think, if you think about it in your own life, Stephen, what has blessed you more? Hearing somebody give you instruction from their head... Or hearing somebody that wants to connect with you from their heart and their story. What moves you more?
2: Oh, absolutely. I love a good story of fight and yeah. failure and get up and fight again and win. And, and even if you're not winning, at least have a winning mentality and know the big picture and don't get lost. Tell me your
1: story, you know. Because in our, in our heads, we can still remain very disconnected relationally, right? Mm. If I just say, listen, let me tell you what I learned from a very academic standpoint, and give you five points of great, deep philosophical instruction, mm-hmm. we can still be very disconnected relationally. But if I say, "Hey, let me show you how these things connected in my life this week and and the things that I learned and the ways I stumbled and the ways I wish I had done this better and and the times that I hit a home run, and then we've got a different connection right because I'm inviting Absolutely. you into my
2: story. And it's personal, right? I want to listen to personal so I don't mean my head getting another four point, five point outline.
1: And that's why I think this man was expressing a, a, a feeling of, of being blessed by that because um, you know we've had guys that have come to our workshop that are that are either in ministry or they've been in church a long time, and unfortunately that's not always the vibe that you get in Christian gatherings. You don't get that vibe of, hey, come in with your brokenness. In fact, come and tell me about where you're broken and share with me your deep pain and your hurt. And so for him to be in an environment that he's free enough to do that, wow, certainly that's going to be a blessing to him. So and the point of having this
2: discussion is to understand Get pieces of a process that we hope. We're using the workshop and an attendee, but we're really saying these things because we hope they're happening where you are, Mm -hmm. because God is able to do great things. And so he said, I have been bound up for many, many years, but this weekend I got healing
1: and blessing. Mm. Comment. Mm. Well, it is called Gateway to freedom. Uh, So the emphasis is on the freedom part. And it's so, I mean, I can't tell you how, I'll just, I'll use a very common term, how fun it is to see a guy Mm. like taste that, you know, in many cases for the first time, at least at that depth, you know, I think many guys that come to the workshop, they've had, they've had brief encounters with behavioral freedom, like maybe they've yes. gone through seasons of some months or maybe even some years where it's like I haven't acted out but but in their soul they're still they're still restless they're still yes. it's, their soul is heavy with pain and wounds and uh history and and so to see a guy finally begin to experience that sense of freedom that his soul can breathe hmm. and he can be at rest is just so exciting
2: he said i have remained active in participating in the word of god praying daily, reading, doing my quiet time for 90 days. I have not missed one day. Mm. I'm so motivated to sit in the presence of God.
1: Well, and this is this is also exciting because um you know, we're told in the word of God that uh that the truth sets us free and that that is a not only a uh a process, but it's a person. Jesus. And so this guy is saying listen I have I've gone deeper into the word the living word Jesus and I'm I've I'm not missed a day in the sense that I'm recognizing there is a relationship that I have with the lover of my soul and it is a daily encounter mm-hmm. and he's pursuing that with more um I would say passion and emotion which is where many men miss understand what the journey is about many men have spent Christian men especially have spent years maybe even getting in the text of the Bible every day Mm. and doing their duty of a quote-unquote quiet time, and yet they have missed connecting with God
2: Mm. every day. And sitting in his presence and being at ease and, and finding some truth and just enjoying, right? He said... I want you both to know, I went home a different man. Mm. The man that showed up on Friday was different than the man that that left on Sunday. Isn't that amazing for one guy to say, Mm -hmm. I came Friday in one reality and I left with my head being somewhere else on Sunday? And you know
1: what I really want to highlight about that is nothing in his circumstance back home, changed in those three days. And yet everything in how he was going to reconnect to those circumstances changed. And that's what I want the listeners to hear, because so many times we think, listen, until my circumstances change, my life will not fundamentally change. And what I want you to hear from this man is he's saying, in these three days, something in me changed dramatically Mm. so that even though nothing around him changed at all, he was going back to, you know, his same situations back at home.
2: Yes. But he changed. So
1: therefore, in some ways you could say everything changed because how he was going to now interact with all those unchanged circumstances was totally different because he was filtering it through a new grid of, of a change that occurred in him.
2: Now, that's exciting and scary, It's very scary, yeah. Because everybody back home is thinking the same thing, acting the same way. If you're not careful, you get put in a box and go back to your old way, and they do and you do. But but it has the potential to come home and baffle everybody. What happened to you? Because... You used to get mad. You're not so mad. You used to be quiet. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. You used to be in turmoil. More you're restful. you restful. Used to not be disciplined in reading your Bible. Now you're. What happened to you?
1: That's why I think it's important to set the framework of freedom, not within the context of changed circumstances, but within the the context of a changed heart. So you can be free. I think of it this way. Um, you know, even if you were incarcerated for the behaviors that you engaged in in your addictive behavior, even while sitting in a prison cell, you can be absolutely free. Mm. And so freedom from God's perspective is not contained or forced into your circumstance. Freedom from God's perspective is very much about what this man experienced, which is in, in, in those days he, he understood something that needed to break free within him. He understood some things that he needed to break out of in his own thinking, in his own experience. And so, therefore, he was able to be a different man, even in his same old circumstances. And therefore, in some ways, he could bring, he could maybe be a catalyst for change in those circumstances. But even if they never changed, even if all the things around him never changed, he could still walk in freedom. That's good.
2: So we're, we're uh, not using a name or details or titles or location. We're, not, we're, we're, we're reading this letter in a very general sort of way to not have all the specifics because we want it to apply across the board. So I'm going to say a number here, um, but it's not the actual number. And I'm sort of a tease here, if you will, because he said, I went home and wrote my wife a 20-page letter telling her my story. Now, because I'm changing it a bit, he actually wrote more than 20 pages. He just wrote his heart out, man. And he went home and said, I have stuff inside me. I have to get out and I have to tell the truth. And I have to write it down and ask you to read it.
1: I think this is a wonderful exercise. And I would strongly encourage any of our listeners who maybe have not done this, who have not sat down to seek to... to capture what your story is. I think it's a great exercise because it slows us down. It causes us to reflect. Um, In some ways, and Stephen, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think in some ways it invites us into the grief process because we're able to maybe see things that we've just glossed over in our histories. Not only grieve um, what we have done in terms of how we've hurt other, other people, but also to grieve what's been done to us, to grieve the, maybe some lost pieces of our childhood, to be able to grieve the, the things that were introduced to us before we were able to know how to to respond to them. And so I think it's a beautiful thing. And I also think mm. it's courageous that he would invite his wife to see what he wrote. That is a courageous thing. And I mean, that's um you know, it's one thing to do this exercise and say it's for me. I want to privately go on the side yeah. and
2: not tell any leave it in the dark where everything else is. It's
1: another thing for him to say, I've laid myself out on these 20-plus no. these pages, and I, I want you to And see you, it. you
2: must be a good woman that I can trust and has proven her love. It's like I don't want to be a trapped boy anymore. And I'm going to come to you, my friend, who I know is a great lover, who has her father's heart. And if I tell you, almost in confession, in bringing light to the dark place, and this is kind of risky, guys. We're not saying everybody should always do this, right? You know, but but to know myself and to to grieve the sadness, like Jonathan was saying, grieve the sadness of the story, so I can fully own the story. And it doesn't have to own me by being a secret thing laying back there tormenting me. He said, then I went home and I secured all my devices. I put covenant eyes on all my devices. And so what does that mean, Jonathan, if somebody doesn't know what covenant eyes?
1: Well, covenant eyes is a, uh, it's a organization that has software that provides accountability for all kinds of devices that can access the internet. So whether it's your computer, your laptop, your mobile device, your iPads, whatever. And this allows uh, some, you, you can assign uh, accountability partners. And so any anything that you do on any of those devices that is connected to the internet, uh, another person is able to see what you're doing. And so it just invites accountability into your life to say, I want to I want to not have a a private life on the Internet. Mm-hmm. I want my whole life to be in the light. I want to walk in the light. And so this is another step that this man took to say, listen, I'm not going to live in the in the dark anymore. I'm not going to carry secrets. So I'm actually going to invite some people into my Internet activity to be able to see what I'm doing.
2: So he said now <laughs> it has to spread beyond me because I'm starting to include my wife. But... I have two sons, and I have to go home and talk to my boys now. Mm. And I was just remember, we had this title once. It was No More Ignorance, No More Shame, No no More Alone. Is is it sort of like that? Do you remember that? It sounds good, yeah. Yeah, okay, (laughs) because it was a while ago. We would talk about, like the title of the workshop, No More Ignorance, No More Shame, No More Alone. So what does that mean? Go home and talk to your boys. Mm -hmm. Don't leave them in ignorance. Don't let them be ashamed because they struggle with their sexuality. Don't leave them in shame. And no more alone. I'll just do this alone. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and that's... That's part of what the freedom is that he experienced through the workshop was starting to realize you can't, you can't continue to live the double life of having this projected persona or image that you share with everybody publicly while privately having all these secrets in the dark. It's like you've got, bring, you've got to bring what is in the dark into the light. And so the fact that he's doing that, he's, he's living into that freedom that he experienced at the workshop. Because at the workshop, guys are able to bring everything into the light and and be safe doing that. And so what he's saying is, I'm going to go back home. I'm going to take this reality of accountability and walking in the light and actually put it into practice.
2: So his next step was interesting because when you come to a Gateway weekend you and agree to it, you can become an alumni and then you enter a database and only participants can get into the database Mm -hmm. so he went home and said i'm going to find two other guys somewhere in my area and i'm going to meet with them and talk to them because they have the same experience i did so they'll know and then i'm going to not only risk by making contact with somebody i'm going to invite them to meet with me uh weekly have a breakfast and just keep working on our growth and that's what he said. He went home. He took a risk. He did that. And the, some of the guys that had been there before were also looking for someone. It was like a God thing. Mm-hmm. And they are helping
1: each other. And that, again, is part of that freedom. It it, it occurs in community. Uh, one of the things that we try to make sure guys know at the workshop is that there's no such thing as a man of integrity who lives on an island, secluded mm-hmm. from relationships, secluded from other men on this journey. Uh, In fact, I would go so far as to say that the actual practical cleansing of our sin that God talks about in 1 John 1 doesn't happen alone. When it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you look before that, it says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of his son Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The idea here is I think the practical outworking of that cleansing from our sin does not occur alone in our closet. Mm. It occurs when we step into the risky environment of connecting with another man and saying, here's where I'm struggling. And that's what he's done. He's connected with these other guys, and they're saying, hey, I want to do that too, and, and, and let's continue to walk in the light together.
2: That's good. We have a couple of other comments that I wanted to throw in
1: um... Well, I wanted you to talk about the thousand days if okay. you could. Yeah.
2: Okay, good, good. I'll I'll shift that way. Thank you. So, am, you mean do a little intro what it
1: is is that? Yeah, well, the reason I think this is important is because um I think some guys need big vision. And some guys that have come out of the workshop, they've expressed that, listen, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this passion and and give me a big vision. And so Stephen some years ago, you went on a mission of a big vision and and I think some guys are latching on to that so
2: so w- when you come out of a weekend, my hope is that you'll do the forty days of offering, and if you haven't done it, we have it online available mm-hmm. right, so you offer forty days to God. Then our next marker is a hundred days. We don't want to overwhelm everybody, right? Because if you've been messing up for the last year, it's hard to, if you could put 40 days together, that's pretty incredible. But what if you offered God a hundred days of sexual thought integrity where you're not going to play with any inappropriate sexual thoughts? Well, it's been 90 days um, since this individual has been doing such great work. And I thought he's got a big vision. He has a big heart. He has a good history. He loves God. He wants to. So I threw out the thousand day challenge. And I know a few guys have fell out of their chairs right <laughs> right now. Offer God a thousand days of sexual thought integrity. And and that's where you just. You know, it's some of the Old Testament where, where they got together, like when David was dying and they offered a thousand rams and a thousand bulls and a thousand goats. And then Solomon, you read, he's he's being made king and a thousand, here it is again, this giant number. So so what, what kind of vision could we have in a big sort of way to challenge ourselves like we've never been challenged before? to offer a thousand days of sexual thought integrity. Now, remember, we're humans and we don't do perfection. So you're not going to offer a thousand days straight. You're going to mess up on some days. But that's okay. Grace abounds. You just don't count that day. And so every day that you bring your thoughts into submission, you get to count the day. Mm -hmm. And I literally remember some day saying, if you think that thought, you can't count the whole day. (laughs) Get away, thought, get away. And I want to thank you for five seconds and and not give my God a
1: day Mm -hmm. offering. Yeah. And the key to that is thinking of it like um, running a marathon or climbing a mountain. If I've run a marathon and I've gone, uh, you know, 10 miles and I stumble and I fall— I don't go back to the starting line to start the marathon over. What I do is I get up where I fell and I keep moving forward. So if you put together, you know, 40 days in a row consecutively and you stumble on day 41, you don't lose the 40 days that you've given to God. He accepts that offering. That's right. He, he, he's pleased with that. You get up where you fell and you keep moving forward. And so this um, is a great challenge. I know it's a big challenge. Uh, if you would like to go on this journey, then um, you can just simply go to 1000 com and just download for free just kind of the 1,000-day uh, uh, journey and learn more about maybe how to do that. And, and even S- Stephen's got some of his journaling notes on the on his uh, journey that he took. But we hope that this week has been encouraging to you that there is hope for freedom And that if you'd like to learn more about the Gateway to Freedom Workshop, you can go to gatewaymen.com or call us toll-free at 1-800-49-PURITY. And we look forward to having you back here next week on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast.
0: Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.